On this episode of the Nasa Deluge, we continue in the book of Jasher and we relate the stories that are told about the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and some of their practices that are not talked about much in the Bible. And we reveal why God felt that the cities of the plain needed to be destroyed once and for all. Enjoy! All right, Brandon. Hello, Mark. Here we are again. It's been a little little while. Some yeah, we missed. Uh, we usually, we usually try and do it every couple weeks. And yeah, we're, we're trying to get two out a month. Mm-hmm. Just just if you're listening to this, um, you know, regularly, you're like, okay, well, what's their what's their baseline? Yeah, sure. What's what what, what schedule it, do they have? And it's we're, we try to do get two out a month. Most of the time we record two whenever we sit down and then just spread them out, spread the, spread the love. So, um, and we're still going to try that. It's just that the last few months there's been a few, uh, events or stuff that we haven't been able to re- record as, as often. Yeah. Just had the, the holidays. Yeah. So how was your holidays? Ah, no. Just... How was the? How was your happy, happy Thanksgiving? Right? Hey, you better not have had it, man. Because yeah. if you oh. were with your family, oh, wait, you're no. the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, let's not get into any of that. Yeah. But um, today we're going more about some of the things that we wanted, other things we wanted to talk about, and I think we talked about it in the last. Um, well, last time we skipped ahead a little bit because we wanted to finish the story with Nimrod. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. That was the whole. Yeah, because we wanted to at least have a not ha- make you have to wait when it was so epic. Yeah. And so we talked about East. We mentioned we went back. We jumped ahead all the way to Esau, the Esau and uh, Jacob timeline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, we did. That well, was like. Yeah. It's like and in, in, in the in the actual like chron- chronologically, that's that's way ahead of where we're going to go back to today. Yeah. So that was just because Nimrod was cool and we didn't want, we wanted to finish him up, but a lot of things happened and we're going to go back and and address those things. Yeah. Some of the different thing, the, the story is different that, uh, in Jasher. And that's one of the cool, one of the reasons we like it is because there's more explanation. What's up to Brian? Let's go a little bit this way. (laughs) We forgot to check that part. Thank Anyways, oh, yeah. <laughs> so Oops. yeah, and well, so the, we're gonna. I think we'll cover today, one of the most popular stories because a few of the things that we talked about aren't like found in the standard. If if there was a book called Bible Stories, several of the things we talked about so far would not have been in it. You know. Yeah, they're not even like the whole. Well, they they'd be in it, but not with the detail. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. You're right. So anyway, I think uh, this is one of the big ones uh, we're going to do on the cities of the plains. Cities, cities of the like plains. Tattoo said, cities of the plains, Bath. The <laughs> <laughs> plain. Okay. Every once in a while, someone mentions <laughs> that's, line. That's what that's, you instantly know that they're at least. 35 years old or, <laughs> or old old. or four, yeah. probably in their 40s if they've seen at the minimum at the minimum yeah because 
I was a little kid when that was. Yeah, I, would... I remember that show was pretty boring. Just the beginning. I, we the would beginning watch was it the because... only cool part. When the plane yeah. would come in. Like, and then tattoos running out. <laughs> the plane! And the music and stuff. Well, okay, well, let's start off. Uh, so anyway, we're going to do Sodom and, and Gomorrah. Story on Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, yeah. But first, I have a little treat. Oh my gosh. I, these, I've been these? sitting on these for a while. I got them at a... Um, oh. At a... Cracker Barrel? No, no. Oh. I got them at a Total Wine, I think. Total Wine, okay. So we got the... Saranac black cherry cream. I was like, ooh, cream. And it's world famous. You know what? Black cherry is one of my favorite flavors, and I always like cream sodas. Yeah. I never see them. I never see a black cherry cream. No. Yeah. This is profound. So, well, we'll see. Oh, watch out for that condensation there. Yeah. So, this does have a twist off top. If oh, does it? I mean, you don't have to. You know what's funny is to me twist off cap twist, Sometimes they're twist off caps still like Yeah. I work on computers for a living and so my hands are very like weak. Soft and, hands. Yeah, like I can't Soft hold touch. my own. I can't hold my own with my hands. I'm all cutting it because I can't do it right. Gosh. Gosh dang it, Brandon, you screwed it up. It's this man. bottle opener. It is actually it's a cheap bottle opener, but it's oh, you know what it is? I think I did it the wrong. I think it had, you no, have to do it a certain direction. Apart. No, it's 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 oh, just not because it broke. One. Okay. Wow, have you had these yet? Mm-mm. What a find! It's yeah, a, it's more. It's cherry, not as strong it's, as it's, the it's cream. Not as strong as some black cherry drinks are. Yeah, but the cream kind of like a. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you read that? What? Back in the 1920s, one of the ways our brewery survived prohibition was by making soft drinks. We made a lot of brew, a lot of flavors, but one of the most popular was black cherry cream, using the recipe we made 80 years ago. Oh, wait! There's no alcohol in this. What? What? That's pretty cool. Saranac, 1888. Well, there you go. Where are they from? Anyway, well, this one's it's okay. It's it, I've had better black cherry no, sodas. I, same here. After a few drinks, you start to go, okay, it's not as like profound as the first drink. Yeah, and it for me, I'd rather I'd have more black cherry flavor and more cream flavor. <laughs> so the, the the claim that the claim that this is the same recipe from the, for eighty years ago, but yet there's high fructose corn syrup in it calling bs on this one yeah i'm not sure if i believe it guys how about you use real freaking sugar because you like, know that's a whole political thing yeah that thing it's, that happened in the 70s is doesn't doesn't apply anymore yeah. we, you don't have to you don't have to worry about the subsidize subsidization of corn i don't know if you saranac if you guys heard that or not and so you don't you can you can jump back to regular types of sweeteners you don't have yeah. to do this anymore but i don't think that anybody was using high fructose corn syrup in the twenties, no, they weren't. This is, hey, it's a pretty or, good drink, but yeah. I wonder. Anyway, so there you go. So there's that. We can. We should just start a, a, a soda podcast and talk about talk about so talk about like obscure. We're gonna have a taste off between. Hmm, that'd be good. I've already talked to Tanya about it, and she said that she put them in glasses so we can oh. tell and everything. Because I was like. 
Okay, the two for as far as I'm concerned for ginger beers, the two best are t- are tops. One our go tos are Gosling's and Cock and Bull. Mm, those are good, and I think that those are close enough where it would be a challenge. Yeah, or that yeah, like if, if you, we if, did a blind taste test, we could we could uh, exactly have you know and find out finally which one's the one. There'd be a challenge, and that's the thing. If you if one of those was like a fever tree, then it would be like oh I can I would be able to tell, oh this is the fever tree, yeah. You know what I'm saying like it's different enough. Mm-hmm. Good, that's cool. That'll be exciting. I can't wait. So, but um, okay, so that's that's our taste test for today. Oh dang it, there's like a little rust on the. Oh this yeah, this always happen. You know what? I tasted rust on that. What was it? The hops drink. Yeah, that I, you know. Had? I know. <laughs> I don't have any. Well, must be nice, Brandon. Okay, well, so, okay, so today we're going into the old city of the plains, or the cities of the plains. There's five of them. I love the cities of the plains. And Sodom, which are collectively called Sodom and Gomorrah, because those are the two biggest ones, I guess. Yeah. And we talked about them, that Abraham, or Abram at the time, or... No, it was Abraham. Well, whoever he was, had uh, gone and rescued. You're trying to figure out whether he was called Abraham or not yet? Yeah, and it's fine. But he had gone and rescued uh, his nephew Lot and everybody else from from the people, from Nimrod. And mm-hmm. who was the other guy? Uh, Cheddar. Leomer. Cheddar Leomer. Cheddar Leomer. From, yeah. Can't remember the cheddar, obviously. Yeah, cheddar is always cheese. better. The big cheese was there. So they had, yeah, they had uh, attacked him and they had dra- drug him off. And then Abraham came and um, rescued him. And then that's whenever, after that, he offered, made offerings to the kings of king of Salem. Yes, which was Ananizedic or Mel, and in yes. the Bible it's Melchizedek, who was yeah. the king of jerusalem in the bible i think that yep well i think that i think it does say at one point salem before it says jerusalem it does say salem yeah melchizedek was the king of salem yeah yeah and this is part of the reason in my opinion okay well okay so this is just an idea but he you always hear about uh abraham's gonna have all these kids and inherit Canaan, the land of Canaan. Yeah. You know, that's the basic Bible story. But at the time, he couldn't do it because... He didn't have any way to get that? Well, no. Well, no, I'm just... I'm Okay. Um, the Because at the time, there was a righteous oh, sure. priest or king in Jerusalem or in Salem... Which Salem means peace, mm-hmm. or whatever this yeah. this city of peace it, that's that was occupying where eventually Abraham is gonna inherit, but he can't he can't get that place until you know uh, Melchizedek and everybody's out of the way. Yeah, because you don't you don't like usurp like a yeah a good guy king. doesn't usurp a, a righteous king. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, Salem. Anyway. Uh, yes, yeah, Salem. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Shalom. It's the same word as shalom. 
Yeah. Yeah. I always forget that. The whole SH thing, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, like Islam. Anyway, yeah. whatever. But, okay, so we'll start off in uh, Jasher chapter 17, where Abram is still Abram. He's been wandering around for a long time out there. Yeah, just in circles. Well, back and forth. You know, just camping. He's just camping at places, like spending, spending some time here, yeah. spending some time there, just... Enjoying. I mean, they had gone down to Egypt. That's right, a few times. Um, right. Doing all that weird trickery. Yeah, and they and uh, uh, Sarai had gotten a even get, Pharaoh had given him one of her his daughters, who ended up being Hagar, and and uh, yeah, I don't think that that. Part, those details are in the traditional biblical account. I don't on know who Hagar's. Yeah, you know, he, she was just her handmaid. handmaid. Yeah. But uh, at the time, I mean, we'll just go into it real quick. That Sarah, Sarai hadn't. She couldn't have any kids, and she decided, "Hey, I'm gonna. I may we'll go over this next in the next one." But anyway, so uh, the but there there came a time where the in in at the very end of chapter seventeen, um, verse seventeen um, through twenty. I don't know if you want to read that. Yeah, at at the time the Lord appeared to him, and he said to him, "I will make my covenant between me and thee." And I will greatly multiply thy seed, and this is the covenant which I make between me and thee, that every male child be circumcised, thou and thy seed after thee. And and I'll read that. And at eight days old shall it be circumcised, and this covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And now therefore thy name shall no no more be called Abram, but Abraham. And thy wife shall no more be called Sarai, but Sarah. And I will bless you both, and I will multiply your seed after you, that you shall become a great nation, and kings shall come forth from you. So that's that's the promise that he's given, you know. But the sign of the promise is that every male in the in the family be circumcised, which is, you know, just basically a what? How do you? Just uh, cutting off the very the foreskin, the, the skin. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to get into too much detail. This is a, it's ra- just this a is very a, this is a family show. Well, y- anyway, it's it's not even. It's just <laughs> this weird thing that that for some reason God. I just don't. It's just weird. Yeah, to you me. gotta think to yourself where that like what's like where did that come from like why. Like I, I want to think of the most creative way to to have them show that they're my people. What well, maybe it's because where where chil- where do children come from? Where's seed? You know, so it's a remi- constant reminder sure. to the different men. You know, every this time is what this is for this is why you're doing this because you're building you're building your you're building the kingdom. Yeah, so that that's what I'm saying. So it. They go right to the spot, and they and and this is a this is a sign to you that I will bless you 
both and I will multiply your seed after you and you shall become a great nation and kings shall come forth from you. So it's just, it's a, a literal way to, yeah. of, of a literal mark no upon, kidding. you know. I, I hadn't thought about that way before, yeah. So anyway, so there you go. Um, and so that's at eight days old that every, so in chapter 18, Abram rose and did all that God had ordered him. And he took the men of his household and those bought with his money and he circumcised them as the Lord had commanded him. All of them. Okay. There is not one left whom he did not circumcise. And Abram, Abraham, now Abraham, he changed, he got his name changed. Yeah. Yeah. Officially. Him and his wife because of the covenant. Yeah. So there's a new name kind of thing, you know, yeah, there's which like, it doesn't talk about why, but, but that happens in a lot of religious things in Egypt and all kinds of different things. And even when you're even like in coronation, coronation too, right? Coronation ceremonies, Kings get a new name. Mm -hmm. Popes get a new name. Yeah. Wizards get a new name. Gandalf the gray or the white or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? I yeah, mean, I don't know. know. You're right. I think that's, yeah, they get a new name. And, um, and Abraham and his son Ishmael were circumcised in the flesh of their foreskins. 13 years old was Ish Ishmael hmm. when he was circumcised. Guess where? In the flesh of his foreskin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't, again. it wasn't in somewhere else. Okay. So that happened, right? And so now there's this new covenant. This is the sign of the covenant. Which is kind of weird because, anyway, it just. So it is. I'm sure there's deep meaning to it or whatever or not. And supposedly, anyway. I wonder what the slaves in the, the household were like. Like, you dude. You about what we have to do today? Like, yeah, Master Abraham made a covenant with an angel and now we all have to do this. Well, yeah, but they're slaves, I bet he said, as for me and my house, we will all cut the foreskin. Cut the foreskin. Dude. But anyway, so, so, but he was obedient to it. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he's, he, and Ishmael, his 13 year old. Yeah. That's, that's okay. Like oh, I wanted to tell you a little bit about Ishmael real quick because Sarai, who's now Sarah, she couldn't have kids. They're in the, they're getting into their old and their nineties or eighties. And, but she had, she had gotten a, a, a handmaid mm -hmm. given to her by the Prince of Egypt or the Pharaoh of mm -hmm. Egypt. And, 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 uh, it's taken her with them as they went left whenever they left Egypt. And, and then in uh what's her Sarah, Sarah's like um wh when Sarah saw that she could not bear no, no children she took her handmaid Hagar whom Pharaoh had given her and she gave her Abram her gave her to Abram her husband for a wife or and uh and then she's like behold here's my handmaid Hagar Go to her that she may bring forth. Okay, this is one of the weird things. That she may bring forth upon my knees that I will also obtain children through her. 
Oh yeah. There's this old way. No, but there's this old way. Okay, what they would do is that the as the lady's giving birth, the the wife would sit, you know, with her legs kind of open, mm-hmm. and then the 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 person that's giving birth would sit on her lap. Oh gosh. <laughs> this, is, this is but and then so as she gave birth, the baby would come out and go between go down just symbolically symbolically so it was she was giving birth for her anyway yeah you could have just did without all that and like just let's just say that i sat on you you know <laughs> well anyway, you sat on me so but so and and then after uh there had been some problems once once what's her name conceived once hagar conceived because she's kind of like hey well the lord's chosen me you know, I don't know what he's doing with her, but yeah, totally. You know, and then and then Sir Sarah Sir uh, started like kind of beating her and was not nice to her, and Hagar ran off. She fled, and then and then in the desert, um, an angel appears to her and says, "Hey, you need to go back. I'm, God's going to make a great nation out of your child too." So she ends up going back and submitting to sarah and stuff so they're so but then finally after 13 years or well not not yet but okay i don't want to but but it's been 13 years later so ishmael's still living there he that's the child that hagar has yeah and he's now been circumcised along with his father and the whole household and um this is right after, and all of a sudden, in verse 3, read verse 3. Okay, yeah. And, then, and, and in the third day, Abraham went out of his tent and sat at the door to enjoy the heat of the sun. That's, we all enjoy that. During, that the, feels good. during the pain of his flesh. <laughs> so he had just been circumcised. He's like out yeah. there kind of like, oh. Like he's just kind of like, just like, I don't know, like nothing, suffering, like numbing it down. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just enjoy. my biggest worry would be like, how do you make sure that doesn't there's no infection? Just take a chance, I guess. Do you throw probably, salt on it? Probably had some oh. salt on the wounds. Probably man. had some methods. Mm. Okay, okay, and then in verse four, and the Lord appeared to him in the plain of Mamre, and sent. Three of his ministering angels to visit him, and he was sitting at the door of the tent. And he lifted his eyes and saw, and lo, three men were coming from a distance. And he rose up and ran to meet them. And he bowed down to them and brought them into his house. So three angels come. Yeah. Now, one thing is that this is like Abraham's thing, though. Um, is is uh, hosting angels? Well, not just, but. Whether or not this was, uh, um, whether or not they're angels or not, I Abraham was was always good to strangers. Yes, uh, there's a lot of stories. Yeah, of doing him, him doing this. So in in the in the Bible, or is it in Josephus? 
Um, dang it. One of the, one of those accounts, he doesn't even know that it's an angel. That it's angels. It's in Josephus. Okay. Um, I know. I'm just trying to find where I where you marked the words at. Yeah. Uh, that's the sacrifice. Well, let me just look real You're quick. Like, I didn't mark it. I know I have it. It's just let's turn to the antiquities, the Jewish antiquities. Let's let no. Josephus tell us a story. Tell us a story, Joe. Good old Joe. Josephus. Okay, so it's in chapter one. I know that much. Um, or book one. Well, yeah, book one. Um, oh wait, that's the. Uh, okay. Um, what was I looking up? You wanted the story of oh, Abram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here it is. Uh, um, okay. When God had thus resolved concerning Sodomites, okay. Abraham, as he sat by the oak of Mamre at the door of his tent, saw three angels and, okay, and then this is, and thinking them to be strangers, he rose up and saluted them and desired they would accept refreshment so, mm-hmm. and abide with him, to which they agreed. He ordered cakes of meal, you know, he them entertained up. them, yeah. but, but of course, but the important thing is that he thought that they were just strangers yeah. passing through. Um, yeah, he didn't realize he was, he wasn't like uh, kissing up to angels. Yeah, because of course he would feed, yeah, he would feed uh, angels. I mean, or at least you think they would. There's even one of the, one of the uh, stories of Abram hosting an angel that I think it's out of the, um, it's a Talmud uh, story is an angel comes and an Abram, like always, thinks it's a stranger, right? And he comes into his house and he prays a like a prayer that wasn't he prays to a different god. Who does? One of the angel does. Like the guest. The guest prays to a different god. And I think it was to the fire god. He prayed to the he 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 was he worshipped fire, and and one of Abram's like servants or something was like, why, why you got to get him out of here? You know he doesn't, you know he's, he's worshiping the wrong god. Yeah, and Abram basically, you know, said no, 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 no. He can worship who he wants. We still have to we still have to treat that treat him well and take care of him while he's here. And then that was that was the test. And then the angel all of a sudden revealed, "I'm an angel, and like you pass a test, you know, and uh, you kept me, and you and you took care of me even when you thought I was a, you know, fire worshiper." Interesting. These are the stories that some kids grow up hearing. So some kids, yeah, yeah. not many though. No, not not a not small more. percentage of yeah. uh, the world. So anyway. Um, so he he had uh you know made them a good feast bread uh washed their feet you know did yeah, all this stuff this is just the the way abraham was 
um, whenever he met. I actually have. Oops, that is not. That was. Yeah. Did you hear that noise? I did. Okay. In hindsight, I get your point. Yeah, just in case. Um, I've been secretly waiting to come over to your house here and have you wash my feet before we start the podcast. Like you've yet to wash my feet. Well, guess what, Brandon? Brandon, I've seen today's you. the day. You wore sa- you wore sandals, everyone, so I know how your feet look. <laughs> like you got these freaking claws. <laughs> so anyway, he but he treats him good. And then, um, they, uh, they kind of say, Hey, your wife, Sarah is going to have a kid. And in the Bible, this is where she laughs. Yes. Right. She kind of overhears and she's like, what? How? And then they are like, Hey, we heard that. She's like, I didn't laugh. Yeah. Anyway. And they, and then they reveal that they're angels, but, um, so they, um, they what, I will return to thee according to the time of yeah. life and Sarah, thy wife shall have a son. And the men afterward departed and went their way to the places to which they were sent. And then it starts talking about Sodom and, and Gomorrah. Right, it goes right into Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. Now this is in, in the Bible, they reveal their plans to Abraham. Okay. And they say, Hey dude, or actually, back in Josephus. Okay. I mean, I know this isn't the Bible, but we might as well just go extra biblical. Um, about this time, the Sodomites grew proud on account of their riches and great wealth. They became unjust towards men and impious towards God, and so much that they did not call to mind the advantages they received from him. They hated strangers mm. and abused themselves with Sodomic... Uh, Sada, Mitic practices. Mm-hmm. God was therefore much displeased with them and determined to, determined to punish them for their pride and to overthrow their city and to lay waste their country until there should neither plant nor fruit grow out of it. So they had been blessed with this really nice area and God, but they were just total jerks. Yeah, they, they took their, they took their wealth and they just really lived it up and yeah, we're just, but, and the reason I wanted to kind of talk about how Abraham was to strangers is because there's kind of a, the, yeah, there's the, there's the, uh, the contrast there between Abram and how he treated people versus what was common in Sodom. Yeah. I bet Gomorrahites were like, no, oh, that's Sodomites. That's not us. Dude, freaking, yeah, they gave us a bad rap, bad rap. But, uh, well, um, so, now, whenever you think of Sodom and Gomorrah and the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah, everybody always thinks of sodomy, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the actual popular term sure. that, or the legal term, you know, which is kind of, uh, how to say, just, well, one of the explanations is that it's a way of, of not, of having sexual acts without procreating. Yeah. You know, but also in in a gay way, a homosexual way, and different. You know, so but yeah, in in modern terminology, it totally just has come down to mean total, you know, homosexual relations it's all or it whatever. Means, yeah, it doesn't mean. Yeah, anything. it doesn't even mean like the other. So, which in, and in this it doesn't that this doesn't support that. Well, this Jasher doesn't support it, that. It it doesn't. 
or it goes into more de- a lot more detail on what the sin of Sodom was. Yeah. Um in uh well let's go let's go for it then. Um in verse 11 of chapter 18. Yeah, so and in those days all the people of Sodom and Gomorrah and the whole five cities were exceedingly wicked and sinful against the Lord, and they provoked the Lord with their abominations and they strengthened in aging abominably and scornfully before the Lord, and their wickedness and crimes were in those days great before the Lord. Okay, so this is the first of the little stories that they they tell of of their wickedness, and this does yeah. go along with the the uh, abominations, mm-hmm. you know, the sexual ex- escapades or whatever that they would. Yeah, but it's it's uh, but it's it's everywhere. It's not just like. It's not just, it's, yeah, it's not well, anyway, just homosexual, but it's like everything. No, but I'm saying yeah. but this goes along with, but under under sodomy's kind of doing these acts without, sure, uh, without the 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 procreation being involved or whatever. So, and they had in their land a very extensive valley, about half a day's walk, and in and in it there were fountains of water and a great deal of herbage ah, surrounding the water. Dude, herbage, herbage. And all the people of Sodom and Gomorrah went there four times in the year with their wives and children and all belonging to them. And they rejoiced there with timbrels and dances. Okay, so if you ever have timbrels and dancing, that's bad. That's a bad start. <laughs> <laughs> because I think in the book of Adam and Eve, those people down below mm-hmm. you, uh, that were trying to coax the people yeah. down from the mountain... Yeah. They use timbrels and dancing. That's like that's like a uh, that's very. <laughs> hey, if you go to a party with timbrels, you better be ready to have a good time yeah. or get the heck out. Yeah, you're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> and in the time of rejoicing, they would all rise and lay hold of their neighbors' wives and some the virgin daughters of their neighbors, and they enjoyed them. And each man saw his wife and daughter in the hands of his neighbor and did not say a word. So they'd had a good time. So they're basically just this big orgy. Yeah. That's what I, and they're like, hey, that's my wife. What are you doing with my wife? That's my daughter. <laughs> so anyway, so this is the first of the things that they're doing. Four times a year, they would have this huge orgy party. Yeah. Dancing, timbrels, and they'd they'd swap around. Yeah. Like they're like swingers i guess yeah it's a huge festival i mean but there was nothing i mean and according to this it was just like daughter you the, the daughters the you know anyway the virgin daughters i mean Anybody. it was just everything goes yeah and, and they did that from the morning to night yep and then they went home and, and returned back to normal and they did this always four times a year yeah so this is part of the, the that's the first thing that they were they were doing having this kind of yeah that's why people would move to Sodom, or would just go more with Sodom. This is the, the both. Pe- both people of yeah, Sodom. This is and why people would move there. This is like one of the benefits of moving there. Okay. I guess. Okay, so the next one. Okay, so it's in sixteen, right? Yeah, yeah. and this is interesting because. This is the contrast the, with, uh, well, there's like people are trying to make a living, 
And th- so Austin, this goes from the sexual thing to this just being mean to uh, to outsiders. Yeah. Also, when a stranger came into their cities and brought goods which he had purchased with a few with a with a view to dispose of there, the people of these cities would assemble men and women and children, young and old, and go to the man and take his goods by force, giving a little to each man until there was an end to all the goods of the owner which he had brought into the land. Yeah. Okay. So and that was then, kind of worded a little weird, but yeah. Well, so and then whenever the so they'd give they'd take all the stuff and then they'd give everybody some of it, just a little bit of it, and then all of a sudden the person, the owner that was trying to sell the goods, would be like, "Hey, give me back my thing," and then and then they would come up and you know uh, they would come up and they'd each show him the little which they took from him each person and taunt him saying i only took the little which thou didst give me and uh wait so like hey what do you mean i this you gave me this this is just a trinket mm-hmm. like if we didn't and then, but everybody would have some so they would taunt him and uh and when he uh when he heard this from them all, he would arise and go from them in sorrow and bitterness of soul. And they would all arise and go after him and drive him out of the city with great noise and tumult. Yeah, tumult. tumult. They would uh, they like, just mock, like, chase for, him out of the town. You're uh, greedy. Get out of here. You were coming here to sell us your stuff. You know, ra- you're raising the, you know, get out of here. And they, But they'd all keep it. So they had this little trick they would do. Yeah, they're jerks. So he couldn't. So suddenly, you know, it's like it'd be kind of like if you came and stole my stuff, I could say he stole all my stuff. All of a sudden they'd give it out to everybody. And so he couldn't, you know, it's one thing to confront one person. Austin, you have the whole town you have to confront. It's just, yeah, this is like this weird trick um, they would do. Everybody cheated on the test versus one person cheated on the test. It's like. Yeah, bad example probably, but yeah, yeah, it's a good strategy. I do that all the time. Well, I'm saying it would it would spread it out to where he he had nothing he could do. There's nothing he could do about it. Yeah, they were they were what is that? They they were basically like a, it was like a combination. They were all in together, like they are all yeah part of the yeah yeah, and so they they would get all of his goods for free. And drive his, drive him out. That's why you don't go to. That's why you don't go try and trade selling or merchant. Being that's why merchants. Why would they even go? They just stop. You know, they probably heard about their four times a year festival. Like these people are really fun. Like hey, I'm gonna go and bring them all kinds. Like of oh, timbers. it's about that time. I'm gonna bring yeah. I'm gonna bring them timbrels and stuff, and see, they, they might have. They might need more timbrels. Yeah, hey, you can never have too many timbrels. But so then there's this another story that they share. And this one's kind of a one um, with this guy. There's a guy that this, uh, goes is going through Sodom and Gomorrah, and the sun's starting to set, and so he's getting ready to yeah. to to just settle down for the night. Nobody will let him stay anywhere, though. Yeah, he's just leisurely on going on the road. He says he uh, remained in order to abide during the night, but no one would let him into his house, into their house. 
And but at that time there was this wicked guy um named Hadad. Hadad. And he saw the traveler in the street. You think you, you think he was a dad? He was a dad? Yeah. Yeah. Dad. With a name like that? He dad. You better he better be a dad. Hadad. So he saw this guy out there and he's all like but they they and he's like, Hey, um, you know, what's going on? And and the guy's like, I'm traveling from Hebron to Elam, where I belong, and no one would suffer me to enter yeah. go to their house, though I have my own bread and water and straw and 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 everything for my my ass. Yeah, yeah he would have the food for his donkey. Yeah. Like, and think. I'm short of nothing, but nobody will let me stay anywhere. And, he's, and his dad's like, hey, man, um, all that thou want shall be supplied by me. But in the street, thou shalt not abide all night. Okay. Um, did it mention that he had already? Oh, no, it didn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it did. Oh, one of the things, though, the keys to this guy is that he, the man was from Elam and he was seated, he had an uh, a ass a donkey i guess mm-hmm. um and it carried a fine mantle of diverse colors like this really well crafted okay, like a nice uh... like i don't know if it's a saddle or a carriage or okay, yeah. whatever but it is beautifully crafted thing so that's one of the keys that it, and it's got this nice cord you know that that would pull the yep. donkey or whatever. So it nice. Uh, and so his dad saw that whenever the guy's out in the streets, like, Hey dude, that guy's got, a, Whoa, that's, is that a, that's a mantle of diverse colors. Yeah. That, cord you know, is I mean, awesome. yeah. And so that's, so Hadad brings him to the house. He takes the mantle from the ass with the cord, mm-hmm. you know, and he brought that, that stuff the donkey's out in the stable or whatever but he takes that so nobody else can take it to his house you know to keep it safe supposedly Mm -hmm. and and then he gives you know the straw feeds the donkey and everything and the traveler eats and drinks and he buys there that night gets up in the morning ready to go what happens Hadad says to him hey wait man you know comfort thy heart with a morsel of bread and then yeah, go. Make yourself comfortable. And then they're talking and drinking and all day and everything. And and uh, when the man arose to go, Hadad said, hey, uh, the day is declining. Um, you better remain here tonight, you know, and just be comforted. Just, yeah. we, we wasted the day. Yeah, we had, had fun. so much fun talking. And, I need more time. And he pressed him. You know, this is part of his plan. He pressed him so that he tarried there all night. And the second day he rose up to go away and Haddad tries the same thing, you know. And he remained and ate with him also the second day. And then the man rose up to leave and, you know, Haddad tried the same thing. He's like, hey, the day's declining again remains but the man we partied again sorry like oh and the man's like no i gotta go he rises up he saddles his ass 
and wish he was saddling his ass. His wife, the wife of Hadad's like, Hey man, this guy <laughs> sat here for, for two days and ate our food and, yeah. and drank our wine. And then the guy's like, Hadad's like, be silent. I like that. <laughs> to her. That's right. Where He's that? like, at the very end, verse 27, Hadad said to her, be silent. <laughs> yes. You know, but she, He's like, dude, I got a plan. Hey, wife, shut up. Like, this is all. This is all this, according to plan. I've got a freaking plan. And then the man saddles, asked to go, and asked his dad to give him the cord and the mantle to tie upon his ass, his donkey. Yeah. And what does his dad say to him in verse twenty nine? This is where he says, um, "Yeah, he goes, um, what sayest thou?" And he said to him. That thou, my lord, shall give me the cord and the mantle made with diverse colors, which thou didst conceal with thee in thy house to take care of it. Oh, and Hadad, oh, wasn't it? And Hadad answered the man, saying, "This is the interpretation of." Oh yeah, okay. Wait, so okay. that's what the the man Hadad says. What? Like yeah. he's like, hey, okay. The guy's finally like, okay. Well, now, okay, I got my horse or my donkey already and everything. Now give me. The cord and mantle, you know, the that you put in the house for safekeeping. Yeah, thank because you I'm ready. Right but and uh, and then and then in verse thirty, sorry, I gave you the wrong one. Yeah, Hadad says to him, <laughs> and Hadad answered the man, saying, "This is the interpretation of thy dream. The cord which thou didst see means that thy life will be lengthened out like a cord, and having seen the mantle colored." With all sorts of colors means that thou shalt have a vineyard in which thou wilt plant trees of all fruits. <laughs> so he asked for the cord and the mantle, and then all of a sudden, Hadad starts is acting like this is the meaning and interpretation of your dream. Like he, so the man answers saying, "Not so, my lord, for I was awake when I gave thee the cord and also the mantle woven." With different colors. I gave... That was like yeah. two days ago. I was awake. I brought that in. And um, and which thou didst take off the ass to put them for by for me. And then Hadad says... Well, and he charges them, right? Well, no. Hadad says, surely I've told thee the interpretation of thy dream. And it is a good dream. It's yeah. like, dude, don't be upset. This is a great dream you yeah. had. And this is the interpretation. And then now in verse 32, he says, And the sons of men give me four pieces of silver for my interpretation. But, you know, I like you. You And I will only require three pieces of silver. Get hooked up. You got, I'm going to hook you up. (laughs) You seem a little distraught. You seem a little confused right now. That's fine. I'm going to give you a three. I'm I'm only going to charge you three silver for this. And and then uh, the man's like, what? No. I was awake. <laughs> and so they, they, there's, they start fighting about it. And so he brought Hadad to Sharak, a judge from Sodom, judge of Sodom. And they're all, it's all combinations again. The man late. See, so th- this is where the judge gets involved. And, uh, the man laid his cause before Sharak, the judge. And, uh, they told the whole story. And and then and then when they laid out the the judge is like, hey, Hadad's telling you the truth. He's he's a uh, famed in the cities for the our accurate interpretation of dreams. And and then the man again 
in 35, he says, but it was in the daytime that I gave him the cord and the mantle. It's this wasn't a dream. And and then Haddad gets really, you know, he's like, you know what? I want the full four four yeah, pieces of silver, and I'm charging you for the room and board too that I that you took. Like you're so ungrateful for what I did for you. Like I gave, and uh, and then they just finally the judge gets tired of him and sends him out. Both of them doesn't make a judgment. He's like, get out of here, you guys. Anyway, so and he he and the man just continued his journey. Yeah. He go well. Um, what happens is, uh, yeah, he kicks him out. Um, they both quarrel before the judge, and the judge gave his orders to his servants, who drove them rashly from the house. Now, in verse forty-one, and they went away quarreling from the judge. When the people of Sodom heard them, and they gathered about them, they exclaimed against the stranger, and they drove him rashly from the city. They took his side. They're like. And they get him out, and the man continued his journey upon his ass with bitterness of soul, lamenting and weeping, and cord and mantleless. So, what's his name? Got that beautiful mantle with the the nice cord. Just don't go to Sodom, dude. Stay you'll away. Get, you'll get you'll get uh, nickel and dimes for everything. Bamboozled. You'll get you'll get a, uh, and they're all in it together. Yeah. They'll, they'll, charlatans. they'll take the side of so that's one that's another that's one that's another story um um now there's another time where uh, eliezer comes to sodom oh that's right um to because as we as we know lot the nephew of abraham is living in that area yeah he settled down there apparently he had this is the place whenever Abraham and Lot were kind of having some trouble with, with kind of the people in the surrounding area, Abraham's like, okay, we'll go move. That's right. They mentioned that earlier. And Sodom and Gomorrah was a really nice place. I mean, they had good, you know, it's a nice plain where there's all this grass for the animals to yeah. eat. And, you and know, the at least they that's... have, they have, Water, they have watering places with yeah. um, herbage surrounding the herbage, water. dude. Yeah. So, so, um, oh, there's also actually before we get to Eliezer, there's there's this weird thing they kind of mention in here. Um, and they they talk about the the different cities because there's Sirach. Well, the, the judges of the cities. Oh, well, but I'm saying uh, Sodom, Gomorrah, Abma, Adma, and Zeboyim. Zeboyim. Those are the four cities. Um. Anyway, um. But there's there's this there's this whole thing in um that was kind of like what are they talking about. Okay, but the, by the desire of the four judges of the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, they had beds erected in the streets of the city, okay? okay? This is like this weird torture thing. Like, they, they had a torture, some kind of rack thing. Yeah, like a... If um, a man came to these places, they laid hold upon him. And this is by order of the judges. Yeah. And brought him to one of their beds and by force made him lie in them. 
As he lay down, three men would stand at his head and three at his feet and measured him by the length of the bed. If he was less than the bed, these six men would stretch him at each end and he cried out and they would not answer him. So they were stretching. These beds were made to either stretch somebody, you know, torture by, and this is by the order of the judges. Um, And if he was longer than the bed, they would draw together the two sides of the bed and crush him until the man had reached the gates of death. And if he continued to cry out, they would answer him saying, thus shall it be done to a man that cometh into our land. You know, they were, so there's some kind of torture going on. Yeah. And when men heard all these things that the people of the cities of Sodom did, they refrained from coming there. So there was like, they were getting a really bad rap. They're like, dude, they'll freaking torture you. You know, they're as, and it doesn't even necessarily punish that you're punished for anything. No, you just, you, they don't, if you're a stranger and they don't really want you there, they don't take care of it. Yeah. So, um, Oh, this is one interesting story too. Okay. In verse eight, the poor man. Yeah. So when a poor man came into their land, they would give him silver and gold and cause a proclamation in the whole city, not to give him a morsel of bread to eat. Yeah. And if the stranger would remain there some days and die from hunger, not having been able to obtain a morsel of bread, then at his death, all the people of the city would come and take their silver and gold, which they had given them. So, yeah. And then they, yeah. And those that could recognize the silver and gold took it back. And at his death, they stripped him of his garments and they would fight about them. And he that prevailed over his neighbor took them. And then they just throw them bury him under a shrub somewhere in the yeah, desert like it's, it's so this is like their a game they would play a poor person they'd be and all of a sudden you know say the poor person is begging sure and they'd be like yeah yeah here have some gold he's like oh my gosh you know and all of a sudden the next person would come along oh yeah here's some silver and then next also he's like he's like ah, ah, you yeah. know this this poor person and then he's like all right, yes, I'm going to, this is, thank you, God, you know. And Austin, he runs out to go buy stuff, and they've, they've already made, do not sell this guy any yeah. bread. He's like, I've got gold, silver, gems, <laughs> you know, all this stuff. And all, and the, but they're like, oh, they wouldn't sell him anything. So it was like this really cruel trick. Yeah, they, like, these are like, well, I'm trying to think of the right word. These people were like, um, hateful. Sick. Yeah, the head. Sick. like they were just like yeah, yeah, and they just sit there and and nobody would sell to him, and they and then whenever he died, they take his clothes, you know, like it was a game, and just ah, you know, throw him out in the thing. No, no regard for the life of others. I mean, but they'd like revel in it, mm-hmm. it was like fun. watching these, like watch this poor sucker. It's just it's just weird. So um, now there came a time where Eliezer, who is Abraham's servant, who was a faithful servant. Yeah. He's the one that um, was was given at the. Yeah. By Nimrod, one of the two servants. And he's the one that told Abraham, hey, I overheard they're going to go. They're going to come kill you. Let's get out of here. And that's what uh, cued Abraham, you know, saved his life. 
And uh, so Eliezer is, uh, Sarah sends Eliezer to Sodom to look after, you know, see what's going on with Lot and his, and everything. So, of course, Eliezer comes to the city and he saw a man of Sodom fighting with a stranger and the man of Sodom stripped the poor man of all his clothes and went away. Okay. Do you know this one? Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. And, his, and the poor man cried to Eliezer and supplicated his favor on account of what the man of Sodom had done to him. And he said to him, why dost thou act thus to the poor man who came to thy land? And the man said to Eliezer, is this man thy See, this, brother? I think that what he says here is kind of... Uh... Yeah. Is this man thy brother? Or have the people of Sodom made thee a judge this day that thou speakest about this man? He's kind of like, what do you care, man? He's not your brother. You're not a freaking judge. You know, yeah, he's like a little you? kid. Like, you're not even a judge. Like, we only, you know. <laughs> and um, and Eliezer, now, and Eliezer strove with the man of Sodom on account of the poor man. And when Eliezer approached to recover the poor man's clothes from the man of Sodom, he hastened and with a stone smote Eliezer in the forehead. So he throws a stone at him. And then what does he say? <laughs> Oh, in 17, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. And when the man saw the blood, he caught hold of Eliezer, saying, Wait. Give... Well, we'll read. Okay, so and the he blood, hits him in the... And so yeah. the blood was like copiously from... Flow, flowed copiously from Eliezer's forehead. And when the man saw the blood, he caught hold of Eliezer, saying, Give me my hire for having rid thee of this bad blood that was in thy forehead. For such is the custom and the law in our in our land so that's he like he these guys like just are total liars he's like hey man like he not only did he throw a rock and wound eliezer but then he's he's like pay me to help you hey i just helped you man you had bad blood in your head your forehead and i people pay me for this and so then Eliezer wouldn't do it, and the man brought Eliezer to a judge, Shushakra, the oh, judge of Sodom. Yeah. And the man spoke to the judge, saying, I, bes- I beseech thee, my lord, this, thus has this, here's what Eliezer did, for I smote him with a stone, and the blood flowed from his forehead, and he is unwilling to give me my hire. <laughs> He's like, what? So, so the, they, they would use the law, though. See that's yeah. that's the whole thing. He He's didn't like, say like, well, I you're not a judge. Or yeah, he didn't deny hitting him. He just said, no. But well, I, I need to help. Yeah, him. he. They would use the law. They twist the twist it and and and, but they would get away with using the law. The judges would actually back them up. So the judge, and then the judge. So he explains to him, and then the judge is like, "Thus, this man speaks the truth to you, Eliezer." Give him his hire, for this is the custom of our land. And then, and Eliezer heard the words of the judge. He lifted up a stone and smote the judge, and the stone struck his for him, struck him on his forehead, and the blood flowed copiously from the forehead of the judge. And Eliezer said, "If this then is the custom in your land, give thou unto this man what I should have given thee." For this has been my thy decision, thou didst decree it. And then Eliezer stomps off. <laughs> that's the fun that's such a funny story. Like, no, no, you can't. Like do that. okay. 
like Eliezer saw what was going on. He's like, you know what, Judge? Threw, chucks the rock, makes his forehead bleed, and he's like, hey, I just did a favor for you. You pay this guy. You pay, you The money you'd give to me, you give to him, and I'm out of here. And he did that, and he left. Mm-hmm. So there's another thing where they were using, like, it was, it was just, like, there was the, they had the kind of the look of following the law. They would, t- they would take things to the, to the judges even. And, yep. but the judges would side with, with the ridiculous ideas of the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. So they, what is, what does, um, just Ezekiel 16 49 if i can find ezekiel oh that's that one this is that one verse right the sin of sodom but i think they they talk about like the where's ezekiel there it is um 1649 and 50 do you want a soda no this is good right here Okay, uh, this was the iniquity. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is Ezekiel sixteen forty nine through 50. Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom, pride, fullness of bread, and abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and the needy. Are we seeing this? Yep. And they were haughty and committed abomination before me. Therefore, I took them away as I saw good. So anyway, yeah. that's. Uh, but there's there's other ones where they talk about their their wickedness of the judges and yeah, and like they had like a real. They were really like. Um, it's just, but you can see it right here. This corrupt, corrupt, corruption is a good word. It's a total corruption where it's kind of like the mafia, you know, like where the judges are paid off. The you know you can't get justice, but they. They want it to look like we took you're here in our justice courts. Yeah. How can you, you know, when everything's rigged against the the person. So the, even even uh, so kind of going along with this. Neither do they strengthen the hand of the poor and the needy and. Lots had a daughter. Yeah. Who married somebody. Yeah, pal, uh, yeah, yeah, and it's kind of a. I mean, uh, this was after the whole thing where Abraham rescued these guys, mm-hmm. you know, from uh, the kings of Elam. Yep. And uh, his daughter grew up, and one of the men of Sodom took her to wife. Um, and in verse twenty-five. So a poor man came into the city. Yeah. And uh, he remained there some time. And of course. They did what they always do. Right. They wouldn't give him any, they wouldn't give any bread to eat. Right. Not a morsel of bread. Not a morsel. And in, and it says until he dropped dead upon the earth and they did so. So this is their, that's their whole plan. They just love it. There's like, watch this idiot. Mm -hmm. He comes here and into our city, you know, how dare he, he begged for bread or whatever, you know? <laughs> so Paltith, the daughter of Lot, they, she saw the man lying in the street, starved with hunger. No one would give him anything to keep him alive. See, and I think that 
that lot is kind of living on the outskirts, you know, sure, sure. Of, of, well, he, it has him at the gate, you okay. know, so he's, but on the outside of the city, uh, so she might not know, totally, so she was raised with him. So all of a sudden she marries a guy and she's newly, let's just say she's newly arrived to the city and she's got, you know, but the guy's rich and, and they have all this money and all of a sudden there's this guy out there outside of when she gets the water starving to death. She's like, what the heck? Yeah. So she takes pity on him. Yeah. And okay. she's like, she takes him in and gives secretly for many days, gives him bread until he revives. Yeah. So her secret was that she would, she would, so she knew that she wasn't supposed to be doing this. Mm-hmm. So she would get a, but she would get a pitcher of water, put a loaf of bread in there, you know, nice fresh baked. Oh yeah. Bread. Some good looking. Fresh. Good always fresh. Oh yeah. And so she, good, she would go over to fill up the pitcher, you know, and on her way, she would take the loaf of bread out, give it to him, you know, slide it to him, fill up the thing. So then all of a sudden the, the pitcher would be, and she'd bring back the water. So she knew enough to know that she's not supposed to help him out. And she, she did this many days. Hey, what the heck? Why is Siri? Yeah, my phone is spying on me. Get that out. I'm 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 out of here. But so she does this many days. So and in verse thirty, <laughs> and so they um or well, twenty nine people. So the people, yeah, the people wondered how the man had not died yet. <laughs> and so they said to each other, "This can only be." This can only be that he eats and drinks, for no man can bear starvation for so many days and live as this man has, without his countenance even changing. And three men concealed themselves in a place where the poor man was stationed to know who it was that was bringing him bread. See, these guys are so bad that, they, that they're pissed that he's this Not guy dead hasn't yet. Dead, died yet. Yeah. And they're like, we've got to get to the bottom of this. Not we gotta, We should feed this guy or anything. They're like... We need to find out who's feeding him and punish them. So they're the worst. Paltith goes. Paltith, daughter of Lot, went forth that day to fetch water, and she put bread into her pitcher of water, and she went to draw water by the poor man's place, and she took out the bread from the pitcher and gave it to the poor man, and he ate it. And the three men saw what Paltith did to the poor man, and they said to her, "It is thou yeah, who has supported him." Therefore, he has not starved, yeah. nor changed in appearance, nor died like the rest. So the three men went out. They're the worst. And they seized Paltith and the bread, and which was in the poor man's hand. And they took her and brought her before the judges, like they always do. Yeah. And they said to them, "Thus did she. this is what she did. And it is she who supplied the poor man with bread. Therefore, he did not die all this time. Now, therefore, declare to us the punishment due to this woman for having transgressed our law. Yeah, so. And the people of Sodom and Gomorrah assembled and kindled a fire in the street of the city, and they took the woman and cast her into the fire, and she was burned. So this is what happened. So they killed her for not letting the guy die. Yeah, you don't help people. Like, I don't just don't get this kind of... It's weird. It's like a sick group of people. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they did. It's it's like, just not about just a bunch of people that have uh, 
this isn't just like dumb pranks. Yeah, yeah. You know, this isn't like you got pranked. No, they're they're like they have their their sick things and then if you don't follow it, they'll kill you for it. It's a good people there. So and the same thing happened in another city, city of Adma. There yeah. was a woman to whom they did the like. Um traveler came into the city of Adma with the intention of going home in the morning. He was just staying there at night. Mm-hmm. This was he's just, he sat at the opposite door of this young woman's father's house. And as the sun set, uh, the young woman saw him sitting by the door of the house. And he asked her for a drink of water. And she said, who are you? And he's like, I was going to uh, uh, this day on the road and reach here when the sun set. You know, he tells the story. And I'm just going to sit out here, you know, and then in the morning I'm getting up and I'm leaving. And the human, she goes into the house, fetches him bread and water. You know, it's just, it's what people do. It's, yeah, it's what you do. And, and th- so, but then the people, the affair became known to the people of Adma and they assembled and brought the woman before the judges that they should judge her for this act. So they had laws intact and yeah. Like you don't like help them. Yeah. Yeah. Like what the heck? Maybe it was anti loitering laws, you know? Yeah. What I'm saying, this is like these kind of laws where like, we if you want, think about it, we don't want anybody else. We don't, we don't need any. Yeah. We, we don't need people who, we don't want people here who are begging. We don't want beggars. We're, we know we all work for our food. So blah, blah, you know, whatever we earn our bread. Yeah. How you're right. They? You're right. Most of these, most of these, um, stories have been about even the one where the guy had everything he needed or we take just because he, but he didn't have a place to stay and that was enough. Yeah. But that guy, but I'm saying they're there. They have these, these no loitering laws, I guess, or, Hopefully you die laws if you loiter, you know. Yeah. Anyway, they're just mean. And then so this lady got sent. This lady, the way they took. Oh her, yeah, took I her like her. the way they do it. Is or they, and I, I don't like it, but yeah. What do you? But so the the judge, everybody gets there. The judge, the judgment of death must pass upon this woman because she transgressed our laws, and everybody assembled, and they anoint her from, with honey from head to foot. As the judge had decreed, this was the punishment. The judge, this is like yeah. the just judgment of this righteous judge. And and they placed her before a swarm of bees, which were then in their hives. And the bees flew upon her and stung her, that her whole body was swelled. She was stung to death. And <laughs> and as she and as she was crying out, her her um. This is where this is where the Lord this is where the Lord says I've heard I've heard enough, right? Yeah. The young woman cried out on account of the bees. I mean, you know this so they there's like hitting the beehive, you know, they're and it's all yeah, yeah. And, she, and then all and she's all swollen and and uh I mean who knows happened to that, but yeah. But no one took notice of her or pitied her and her cries ascended to heaven. So they're like she broke our laws, man. Yeah. That's what she gets. She yeah. deserves she, that's what she gets. every last bee sting. And yeah, like you said, 
verse 44. Yeah, where's that? And, uh, okay. And the Lord was provoked at this and all the works of the cities of Sodom, for they had all the food they needed, and there had tranquility among them, and still would not sustain the poor and the needy. And in those days, their evil doings and sins became great before the Lord. See? So there you go. That's almost He's, like a rewording of the Ezekiel. The Ezekiel, yeah. yeah. That it says, Pride, fullness of bread, and an abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and the needy. And they were haughty and committed abomination before me. So that even this one says the same thing that they had all that they had it all, man. Beautiful place to live, abundance of food, even tranquility. They got along, yeah, but they hated the poor and the needy. And so the Lord sent for two angels, yeah, that had come to Abraham's house to destroy Sodom and its cities. Yep. So. The angels rose up from the door of Abraham's tent after they had eaten. Whenever he, that's how we started the story. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they had a specific task that they were there for. And they they reached Sodom in the evening. And when they got there, that's right. Lot, Lot was sitting at the gate of Sodom, and when he saw them, he rose to meet them, and he bowed down to the ground. So, 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 so Lot wasn't hanging around inside Sodom. Yeah. So at least maybe at least what it's, it's what it appears. And possibly a lot I don't know, but the, I mean this is just my idea is that lots kind of on the outskirts like at the gate to warn people. Sure. Dude, don't go in there. No, or my, just my daughter hey, was in there. Um are you oh you're a stranger? Well, here stay at my place tonight because if you go in there you you're going to get screwed. I mean, that's just speculation on my part. Yeah. So, but he's there and, uh, see, he sees them. Okay. He pressed them when, uh, he pressed them greatly and brought them into his house. So he's like strangers. It's getting dark because remember this is at sunset. Bad things happen after sunset in Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, trying to think of it it's like a um, maybe this is the original like vampire werewolf that's what I'm thinking it's like a haunted town yeah it's like this creep town but he pressed them greatly and brought them into his house and gave them victuals which they ate and they abode all night in the house here's the image I'm getting I've been thinking I've been the last like 10 minutes I'm like what am I trying to think of here if you've seen like uh there's you know they have like old movies or stories of like a small like like a truck stop in the middle of nowhere or like a small little town and people come into town and, and they're all nice people and it yeah. looks nice and stuff. <sighs> and then, you know, and then their true colors come out at night or, you know, like Dude, usually like a, a good movie. Yeah. We should do, we should move We should do a write a script. No, but I serious. Gamora. Or, Gamora. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but, but lots there. He's like, Hey guy, uh, guys, uh, it's getting dark. Please come into my house. I'll yeah. feed you. Come in, but just get off the streets. You know, almost like he's grabbing them up before they have a chance to even be seen. Sure. Yeah. He's actually saving their lives, possibly. Um, in the Bible, it says, What is, um, 
Oh, 19. Genesis 19. Just really quick. Um, Lot sat at the gate of Sodom, and Lot, seeing them, rose up and meet them, and he bowed himself with his face towards the ground. He said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, in your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early, and go on your ways. You know, kind of like, hey, you stay with, and, and they said, they're like, no, we're going to stay here. We're, we're planning on going, because we need to go walk around. And find out, you know, it says, nay, but we will abide in the street all night. Yeah. That was their plan. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him. And they entered into his house, and he made them a feast and break unleavened bread. Of course. Yeah. And they did eat. They feasted. So, and then, but before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round about, both old and young, all the people of every quarter. Is that in here? So I, I remember this. I remember this story. The way the account of the Bible, it made it seem because you know when you're when the they the popular when the popular story of this what the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah is oh, is yeah. that they were all well, Sodomites. Yeah. Right? Well, let me let me read. Do okay. you, you want to or do you want to read that part where? Uh, which part? Okay. Uh, in verse five, five, five through eight, I think. Where also okay, so the men find out, and of men of Sodom find out. Yeah. Hey, he has guests. He's got guests. Yeah, he that exactly. So they called unto Lot and said to him, "Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out to us that we may know them." Yeah. Okay. So, and 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 the, whenever they say know them, yes. they mean know them like in the biblical sense. Exactly. And Lot went out at the door See, unto them and shut the door after him. They mm -hmm. said, "I pray you, brethren, do not do not so wickedly." So it's like, well, why? So the and then the explanation, like, what do they mean in verse eight? It kind of clarifies. Behold, now I have two daughters. Which have not known man, let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they unto the shadow of my roof. So that's, he's, he's kind of, that's where people like, okay, well, they're saying, let us know them, you know, like, yeah. and then, and then they're like, look, it, he offers his daughters, say, hey, I've got these virgin daughters, you know, yeah. but don't, just don't, these guys have, this is part of, you don't touch these guys, you yeah. know? So it's, that's where it's like, they want to know him, you know, mm -hmm. they want, they want, they see these good looking angel or these good looking strangers. And they're like, we want to know him anyway. And then, um, and, uh, Josephus and the Jewish antiquities. Um, he, uh, it, it also goes along the lines of what you're talking about. And when God had replied that there was no... Oh, wait. Uh, and the angels came to the city of the Sodomites, and Lot entreated them to accept lodging with him. For he was a very generous and hospitable man, and one that had learned the intimate to 
intimate, imitate one who had learned to imitate the goodness of Abraham. He learned sure. he he was this raised is what by you Abraham. Do with strangers, you take care of them. Yeah, you bring them in. And now, when the Sodomites saw the young men to be of beautiful countenances, and this to an extraordinary degree, quick, they're gorgeous. That and that they took up their lodgings with Lot, they resolved themselves to enjoy these beautiful boys by force and violence. So, and when Lot extorted, exhorted them to sobriety and not to suffer anything immodest to the strangers, but to have regard to their lodging in his house, and promise if that if their inclinations could be more governed, they would expose he would expose his daughters to their lust instead of these strangers. Neither were they made ashamed. So anyway, so in, in Josephus, it goes along the lines of kind of what they were, but you remember that the idea that the, the sin of Sodom is this one thing is when you have a whole bunch of, of these different accounts of just how big jerks they are. They're just like totally corrupt and immoral and everything. It's like, Hey, we've, it's been a boring few weeks and we saw some, we saw some strangers coming to the gate and you took them strangers. Yeah. Like we were, yeah, we, we want to see them starve. Yeah. We want to do work. We want to play our games with them. Yeah. Yeah. And whether it is, you know, I mean, whether, it's it's to to starve them to use them in a sexual way all these different things probably everything they're bad yeah they're they they they're willing to you know they like to see people die they like to torture people they like they have that rack maybe they want to stretch them out Maybe they want to crush them, you know, yeah. or whatever. Maybe they want to go out into the the forest, into the herbs, yeah, and and <laughs> just watch them with their wives or whatever, you know, these yeah. weirdos, <laughs> <laughs> the original swingers, like. Anyway, so in here, um, now in 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 some of the in the midrash and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's like a story where the the wife of Lot, she's like, I don't want to have these guys over here. Yeah, you know, and and she she doesn't even offer him salt. That's right. And uh, that's one of the token things you that is you offer them. You know, there's these different things you offer people, and salt was a big thing because you lose all your minerals and everything. You know, uh, but, yeah, totally. But salt and salt was like currency sometimes too but but she wouldn't even offer him salt and then she's like and uh so this is part of the the whenever the judgment happens whenever she gets turned she, into a pillar yeah. of salt but we will get to that so she might not have she might have been like hey man this isn't we don't do that we can't take these guys in you know she might have been inhospitable possibly yeah, yeah, yeah. but i don't i don't know that's just tradition i think the the jewish people had a lot of they're like okay well why would this happen you know so they come up oh, totally. they There's they over over hundreds of years talking about it and like they come up well, with a lot of different come possibilities of what happened there and yeah. yeah so anyway um um okay so we're let's get back to he pressed them greatly brought them into his house and gave them victuals 
And then the angels tell him, hey, Lot, dude, arise, get out of there, get out of here, thou and all belonging to thee, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city, for the Lord will destroy this place. God's destroying this place. And there's this whole thing where Abraham was like, hey, if there's only 10 righteous people, will you spare? Yeah, like the, but it's in the Bible. I know, but, but I'm just saying they couldn't even find that many people because mm-hmm. God said, yeah, I'll spare the whole place. Sure. Abra- I, that the, the point of that was that Abraham always had compassion. He's like, come on, man. You, you, you can't just destroy the whole you know, thing for, for the majority's wickedness. Sure. And so I'm just saying some of his compassion, but God wasn't even able to find that many righteous people. There was Lot, his two daughters, and his wife were the only ones that the angels saw fit to save. Right. And I mean, they, and it was so like, Lot was kind of like, Oh, I don't know if I want to go. The angels had to actually in verse 49, um, yeah, they laid upon the hand of Lot and upon his hand of his wife and upon his children. And they brought him forth and set him without the cities. Yeah. They took him out. Escaped for their lives. And they, and he fled and all belonging to him. And in 51. And the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah and upon all these cities, brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. Yep, overthrew them, all the plain and all the inhabitants of the city, and that which grew upon the ground. And Otto, this is where, and Otto, the wife yeah. of Lot, looked back to see the destruction of the cities, for her compassion yeah. was moved on account of her daughters who remained in Sodom, for they did not go with her. Yeah, now, that's one of the story in the Bible, too. It talks about. She looked back. Yeah. But it doesn't well, say why. No, well, yeah, but here it explains yeah. that there was they they had daughters and that had married sons. Yeah, we and, one of them, and they, one of them and, was killed already. And though. actually, I think in Josephus it talk or possibly here, but he went and talked to his son-in-laws, like, "Hey, guys, it's gonna this place is gone." Sure. It's and the son-in-laws were like, "Ah, no, I don't think so." And so all those daughters, so the the. So it is, a, it is a mother looking back to her kids that she's leaving behind. And for some reason, she's made a pillar of salt, whatever that means. And that's where the tradition, she denied them salt. So she became, you know, and all this stuff. It's like this weird idea, but it's always been a mystery. Like, what the heck does that mean? The the, the way that I looked at it, well, and it could be wrong, but the way that I looked at it is her looking back she might have like because it mentions later on that um lot and his two daughters were in a cave they were they, they fled to a cave mm-hmm. and so like maybe Addo, the wife because of her compassion she didn't just look back maybe she went back and she was just destroyed yeah like uh yeah, yeah. well so like didn't she get, looked she back wanted to try and hurry and get back and then like she didn't intend to stay but because she, she it was too late. it wrong. And- it was too late. Yeah, because these angels were in such a hurry. They're like, they grabbed him by the hand. Let's go, guys. Yeah. You know? And, and the then volcano she, so had she, already but she has this compassion and she was destroyed. They call it a pillar of salt, whatever, you know. 
And the oxen which stood in that place daily licked up the salt to the extremities of her feet. They would lick her that lick the she became this pillar of salt, and the oxen would come and lick her all the way down to her feet, and then the next day that pillar would be up there and it's been there ever since. Yeah, it's a great story. <laughs> It's like the the things that we add to stories. There, there's this you know? this place actually in in or well around Jerusalem or whatever, where there's Lot's wife, and it's pretty cool. It looks like a person, like oh, like, a, like oh. a rock formation. Yeah, okay. and I actually you can drive up there and see it. Oh, cool. And they call it Lot's wife, and it's supposed to be around the Dead Sea, okay. supposedly. I don't, you know, there's like all these stories. That's salt, you know. And yeah, is it a pill, is it a pillar of salt or is that like a statue? It's just no, it's or it's not a statue. It's just a rock formation yeah. that kind of resembles. Yeah, it's not an actual pillar of salt. But anyway, so okay, so okay, so and well, along the lines of this of the uh, the cave, you know, they were able to get in to to avoid the destruction because this might have been yeah, some serious destruction. You can't outrun. I mean, this took out all these cities. This yeah, was, this you're, wasn't you're talking about like, brimstone rocks falling. It's basically like either a, a a volcano that went off and took everything out in the whole area. Yeah. Or like a, in some kind of impact. I'm not trying to get theoretical, but like something. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't just like little. It wasn't like fire, like a cloud that was raining fire, like. Some massive destruction happened, and so they had to get yeah. somewhere where they could be safe. Yeah. So, uh, and it was it was so bad that um, there's it was just uh, Lot and his daughters, two daughters that were left. They they uh, there, and this is a story that's in the Bible too. Oh, yeah, You're always like, this what one. the heck? Yeah. Okay. So Lot and his two daughters remained. That remained fled. And escape to the cave at Dulam, and they remained there some time. And then it says that Abraham Abraham rose up in the morning to see what had been done to the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, and he looked and beheld the smoke of the cities going up like the smoke of a furnace. Just like he, you know, can see off in a distance. It's probably it's at least a day's journey. And he just sees like smoke just oh yeah just billowing just out destruction. He's like whoa, and then in fifty seven, Lot and his two daughters remained in the cave, and they made their father drink wine, and they lay with him, and they said, for they said there was no man upon the earth that could raise up seed from them, for they thought that the whole earth was destroyed. And this is interesting because mm-hmm. you don't get that from. They thought that this was the end of the freaking yeah. world, that a new where, reset. And that's where that's where I get the image of like like a like an impact or something. Or yeah. Like a, Whereas like like as far as they can see, there's nothing. Yeah. Just smoke, building smoke out everywhere around them, and they're just like, "Well, this is we're the new Adam and Eve kind of thing." Sure. And you know the the great the world reset again. You had the flood the first time, like that poem by whatever. He's like, the second, the next time will be fire, you know? Yeah, that's right. The fire next time. Who is that by? Anyway, it's some poem. Well, there's a few that do that. But that, that, and so they were like, well, okay, well, I'm, I guess we'll have kids with their. 
it's, yeah. it's funny the the story's funny though because like it's like you, this you must have been over wait, a long time wait. yeah because it's no the, but the way that it's the, written is like, yeah here's make, like that night like yeah well i guess this is it dad hey yeah no. have an extra cup of wine <laughs> they like they just were like rushing to do this no but i'm saying it's saying there might be the like the way the way they word it is like it they well thought the whole earth period. was destroyed and they're just like yeah this could have been you know longer than you think i don't know Anyway, I'm well, not does justifying it. Ever say, it. that's the thing. That does it ever? Do we ever have a point where Lot and his daughters come back? Well, they end up becoming the Moabites, and you know that's what I'm saying. Though, but did they now, ever reunite um, with um, reunite with Abram? I don't Abraham? think so. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no, there's never a reconnection here. So, for all we know, yeah, like this, they were starting the new nation. You know, it's not like. Well, I'm saying all. Okay. It's not like they ever go back, and you're all talking, of a sudden they're like, "You're talking about they, like, Abraham, Abraham comes back, and the daughter's like, crap, did we do this for nothing?'" You know, like there's more people still. Like what? Crap! What did we do? <laughs> you know, like oh, there's more, and they well, it's not obviously like Abraham not. comes back, and no, it just, wasn't just like there's like there's like a city over the hill. They're like. Oh, well. oh man! Oh, it's too late. No, because I mean, <laughs> but I'm saying all the all the all the their world was destroyed in that area. You know, it's like people always talk about like the flood, and they're like, "Was it really a sure. worldwide flood?" And blah or region, blah. Or and it's like, or was it just the region? And who knows? But this was this was a region. But every as far as they were concerned, it was everything. All the all the great cities. I mean, you know, substantial cities. Sodom, Gomorrah, the other ones were all all everything they knew was destroyed. So there you go. Perpetuate the race. That's right, man. So um that is uh there you go. That's um the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, a little different, more of a take, you know, than just well they wanted to get to know the guys you know well that's all you know and if you if you only know and that's my that was my biggest take from this is when you only take one account of this story and that account only focuses on their sexual innuendo yeah it's almost like innuendo not even correct it's 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 like well they're saying this so this means you know it's a big jump it's like well it was all for for gay yeah you know exactly. i mean i basically that's and so when but when you read the whole like oh wait two two angels come and within moments that they're knocking on the door like we want to know them where are they at and then you're like biblical no you know and it, and it, it, it it's it's not mean? saying it's not it's correct but i'm saying but they're even in the the bible ezekiel and different places they talk more about you know they they uh, the the bigger the bigger picture of all the wickedness sure. and but people the, actually the thing is that people lay it on that one thing because it's an issue that they want to address yeah 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 it's like yeah and it's like so you're you're against against that thing you know but against sodomy let's just call it yeah but but neglecting the poor is fine with you yeah. of course 
you're 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 missing the big picture. And that's one to contrast to Abraham and his kindness to strangers, you know, and then the this the the cities of the plain and their cruelty to strangers. And even the even the uh, and circumcision. Would... You know, the point that you brought up were I because at first I was like, so what why you know did they just? Why do they choose that kind of marking? Bad, no but problem. you, you brought the point, like though, like well, that's to remind them of what they're doing. Like remind them that you know. But when you're thinking of this Sodom and Gomorrah, this like their four times a year festivals and how frivolous they were with like each oh, other. Oh yeah, that it wasn't anything to them. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. So there's free, contrast. That's what I'm saying, there. and that's that's where the sodomy. The whole idea of sodomy is is bigger than just you know gay stuff or whatever. Yeah, the contrast is 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 there this frivolous, no no thought. You know, we just want to just do everything to everybody with no commitments or anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, no commitments. Just like I trying, I'm trying to word this rated G, but versus yeah. a commitment and versus the building up the the kingdom and stuff and, yeah 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 as far as abraham and his covenant so anywho well there you go there's some interesting stories and you're just like dude these people are jerks yeah like don't go to sodom at nighttime dude things change at night think about that they're giving these the poor guy all that money and he's just like you know, like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna yeah. eat like a king, and then they don't feed him or give somebody. And a I'm night saying is, this place, place was so big too that that's why that's why this the daughters were kind of it was a big it wasn't just some small area it was a huge area because you know if 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 it was just like there's this little little area sure. and then there's another town up the street that's a different no that's not the way it was this is a big area because they could you know they were able to make people starve to death and stuff that to make it to where they couldn't get to another town. Yeah, There wasn't another option. Yeah. Or, or else they get to the next town and it's, they, they're going to Sodom. They, the next town's Gomorrah. And then the next town's. And that's what would happen. Amar or whatever. A trader. Yeah. A trader or a merchant would be traveling and they're looking at the, they're looking at the time. They're like, Oh, I'm going to be stuck here. Aren't I? You know, like there's, there's nothing else nearby. Yeah sucks anyway so there you go hopefully that gives you a little i mean different idea on on how bad these people were but don't be the judge of them no just be nice <laughs> be nice to strangers the, 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 the uh the lesson of today's episode was is treat people well take them in take care of them treat yeah. them treat them nicely yeah don't treat him like a Sodom. And it will, you know, would. you know, the thing is that, the that, that, the, this story that of Abraham, you know, host and, and lot hosting the angels and stuff is also goes into myths, Greek myths with these gods that would come mm-hmm. and they would treat him well, you know, like, uh, and, or badly. And all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. Not knowing that they were the 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 gods, and all of a sudden they'd get their reward or punishment. Yeah, totally. Like who was it that was seeking after her daughter? 
Persephone, whenever. I and don't know. But anyway, I mean, they I, took her and these people took her in. And then the, 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 the mom was trying, you know, she was a goddess, but she was trying to, to help them out with her son. She was cooking the son to not, but to actually make him stronger, but they didn't know that. Anyway, it ends up kind of going wrong. Of course. But anyway, you never know if you're treating an angel or just some poor guy. So be good to each other. All right. Don't hit that place. Be excellent to each other. <laughs> All right. Cool. All Thanks, right. Mark. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Okay. See you. All right. Bye. What?